All right, let's start this off, man. Let's so go. tell me, um, so, all right, we going we 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 at the end of the year. Um, we're just gonna recap some things that I've done in my life. Uh, got a new position on my job. Um, making I guess a little Sir. bit more money. You know, it's it's good enough money. It's not that money. Congratulations, like it's you know, not that's fucking close yeah, to check the world up. Now. I'm close to six figures, close, but came a long way. Nah, that's what I'm saying. Like it, man. I hate like talking like random fucking Instagram niggas, but yo, that's that grind. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the grind, yeah. So I don't want to destroy my grind. When we first get into this first topic, uh, talking about Miss Adele, when did she become a mafia boss, man? Like, I and I'm gonna say this. <laughs> this is my opinion. Okay, I think Go Adele. Ahead. I think Adele is very talented. I'm not gonna deny it. Not not gonna deny that at all. But her music is just not for me. I'm I might have listened to maybe one Adele album. I mean, I get why it, it Adele is like how you feel about Project Pat. I get why people like it. <laughs> I do, but it uh, just ain't for me. So, gotcha. why is there an Adele hive, and why is it aggressive up there with the Rihanna hive, the Beyonce hive, the Travis Scott hive? Uh, who else got an aggressive hive that you know of? Bieber, Bieber got one. Oh yeah, that the Believers, of course, and okay. the Swifties, Taylor Swift. Yes, definitely. I am a hive of both of those. Man. Yes. But I know the Beyonce hive. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj got a hive. Oh, yeah. The oh, barbs. Yeah, barbs. Yes. Jesus. They're yeah. the worst. Um, but, yeah. So uh, when, did, when did this Adele shit popping up? Because she started uh, fucking Rich Paul? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Like, that hive has nothing to do with niggas. Like, I think that hive has everything to do with like she's a fucking superstar. You know what I'm saying? And also, I think Adele don't be out here like just saying weird shit and pissing niggas off. So her hive is I guess as pure as a hive can get. So if you talking shit about Adele, it's just like yo, you talking shit about somebody that don't even be doing nothing harmful. You know what I'm saying? So her hive is probably the most pure of all the, like out of all of the highs, like for real. Okay, so it's kind of like uh, it would be comparable to a Beyonce hive, because a no. lot of the people that no, the Beyonce hive gets niggas out of here for no goddamn reason. They still on Carrie Hilson's ass for some shit she said in two thousand nine. <laughs> I, <think, laughs> I think I think the Adele hive is. I just, I don't know, like, I like her music. I fuck with it. It's mute, uh, like, you know, straight up, mo- like, mood music, but, um, nah, I think her hive is the most logical of the hive. And so they getting people out of here for saying disrespectful things, it feels mm. like. Mm. Yeah, like, the Beyonce hive will get you out of here for saying anything that could be considered disrespectful to Beyonce, which... Oh. You know, a lot of times it's, it's not, but you know what I'm saying? Like, those hives are crazy. I think the Adele hive, because Adele, honestly, I think Adele is a bigger superstar than maybe Beyonce. Because she's overseas. Um, 
Yeah, like you have to take in consideration the, you know, the UK and how those weird. So Beyonce is Marlo Stansfield, basically. Uh, she, I would say Avon. <laughs> like she ain't out here like that, but yeah, like her hive like really rides for her, but. Adele, like the whole thing with Adele is just she makes her music, she does a tour, and she just goes completely away for five or six years. So like her hive is people, you know, defending her um, on the, you know, what I'm saying just on the strength of yo Adele, don't be fucking with nobody. And so, she's had you know an interesting like, background, is if I remember correctly, right? It, it seems that way. I I saw she was dating Rich Paul, and I was like, "What the fuck?" First of all, Rich Paul, like that's what she. <clears throat> <laughs> that's what you do. That's what you do when you the money. Like uh, Rich Paul, like got rich and was like, "Who can I date that will be buzzworthy?" And Adele. I mean, who else but Adele? So he's at a statue. So basically, Rich Paul's at a status where he has to date Adele. He can't a date. He can't date the the pretty girl who lives in Los Angeles and has, you know, two thousand Instagram followers. He can't date that pretty girl. No, he can't do her. Yeah, no, he's at a status to where. Well, he wants to be at a status to where he can date somebody publicly that people know. And that nigga shot for the goddamn moon and started dating Adele. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, I saw that and I was like, first of all, I was like, yo, all right, Rich Paul, I see you. You know what I'm saying? Because goddamn, I don't know what you had to do to date Adele. But this nigga's out here dating Adele. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, like when you rich like that and you you on the forefront and people know your face and all that. You, know, you got to date somebody that people know, you know what I'm saying? Just the, you know what I'm saying? As, as if nothing else, a status symbol. I, I'm not objectifying Adele, like, like Adele at all, but she is a status symbol. Dating Adele means you are somebody, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's, it, it might not have been like his mindset, but it definitely was part of him you know what I'm saying crafting his public figure to date Adele cause goddamn, nigga now you the nigga that dates Adele or you a somebody you was a somebody before but now you now you really a somebody yeah 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 alright okay I mean I get it I get it I mean I just didn't know why the uh why she such a mob boss you know you talk you say something unpopular opinion about Adele that you you know think that she's horrible or you think her music sucks that nah, uh, you, people coming for your that's neck the thing. You, you you can't say that about her like <laughs> she she just be minding her business she drops every five years and goes away you know what I'm saying so uh, I think Adele's music is the equivalent of me and man, I don't want to go all the way and say Tupac, but maybe like me and Eminem. You know what I mean? So it's 
Adele's music rarely resonates with niggas that fuck with Adele. That's what it is. So niggas ride really hard for that. Okay. I can see that. All right. So let's transition to the next set of niggas that, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if they got a hive, but all right. Silk Sonic. So mm, I love, yeah. I love Bruno Mars. I love Anderson Park. I think they, I think they both make great music together, mm-hmm. but at some point now I get it. Y'all niggas figured out the formula. Y'all know what the ears and what the people want to hear from y'all. But do you think that it's getting a little bit monotonous? It's getting a little bit like, okay, I get it. Like y'all trying to do this whole seventies vibe bullshit. But at some point, don't you get tired of seeing that shit? Like, I I mean, I get it. Like y'all niggas are way more talented than it's just trying to do the same thing over and over again. And I just feel like they know this shit's going to work. They trying to bring this style back or whatever. I mean, Bruno Mars looks like, you know, that 70s uncle that was that had all the cocaine and Anderson Park looked like he was the nigga <laughs> who was. Cocaine, a, nigga. Yep. Yeah. And Anderson Park looks like the nigga who formulated all the He's orgies. He's a nigga that knows where to get the cocaine. <laughs> and, yeah. Formulate all yeah, the orgies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's uh, just. I I feel like y'all should be doing more than just this. Like I don't. It just. Mm, I get it. All right. But why so, they have to keep doing right. it? Okay. So can I ask you three questions? All right. And and then you can you know ask me how I feel about them. But let me ask you three questions. How, how did you feel about Bruno Mars prior to this recent album? What did you think about him as an artist? I thought he was just a super pop star. I thought he made great music, great. I mean, ever since the, mm-hmm. ever since he was featured on, in that Super Bowl, his shit went the fuck up. But when mm-hmm. Bruno Mars first came out, he was he was freaking um what the fuck is this? He was um Mount Airy, North Carolina. He getting these random ass phone calls. Um Bruno Mars, like when he his first album was damn near basically like an R and B album. Nobody was really on him like that until mm-hmm. uh, he came out with um, was it uh, that unorthodox, unorthodox jukebox? And he had that song called Special because I think that was the song he performed during the Super Bowl, and that's when he became this fucking pop star. And then that's right. when I was like, I, I mean, he kind of getting away from where he originally started from, but I get it. You a pop star now. But now that he's digging back into his roots by, you know, making some like some real legitimate music. So I, I always thought he he started out as an R&B act and then he turned into a pop star. And now that he's trying to dip back into like that real smooth neo soul R&B type shit. With like a new, yeah. like, with, with a new Jack Swing too. I mean, he has some new Jack Swing that, shit. That, boy, yeah, it's all 80s, uh, Bobby Brown, new Jack Swing mm-hmm. type shit. So, all right, cool. Question number two: How do you feel about Anderson Park? Oh, Anderson Park's that nigga. Uh, I know you say you hate um, Ventura. I think that's the one album that you don't like by him, and you you fucking obviously don't like uh, the No Worries album. Um, but I fuck with that shit. I thought I, I, I didn't say I hated. <laughs> we can get like yo because. The same three questions you asked me, like I, I want you to ask 
Well, I'm sorry. The same three questions I ask you, like I would like you to ask me. All um, right. I no, can I tell you. Yeah, I can. I can give you Anderson Pac, but yeah, like so. Uh, back to I guess how you feel about that nigga. Oh, Anderson Pac, he's 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 on point. He he, yeah. I like him. He he can sing. He got great. Um, not necessarily lyricism, but he has great content and the type of songs that he uh, sings about. Singing mm-hmm. about his life and you know how he basically was a broke ass nigga sleeping on a girl's couch, <laughs> and he got rich. He what he did was kind of fucked up. Like he got money, and then the girl he was kind of sleeping on the couch with, I think like they broke up. He kind of basically like left her ass, but you know he met Dr. Dre. <laughs> he met Dr. Dre. What did you expect? He met Dr. Dre. <laughs> Yeah, another eight, another eight shit nigga that got rich and got money and left his wife. What did you expect? Yeah. <laughs> this nigga had a song called "Fuck You," where the the opening song, the opening uh, the opening intro is, is his wife calling, talking about I fucking miss you and I wish I was next to you. <laughs> and the first <laughs> thing Dr. Dre says, all I want to <laughs> do is fuck bad bitches. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all the nights I never uh, it, had. It took bitches. me a second. I was like. Oh, you're talking about, yeah, 2000, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Not, I mean, yeah, shit. Wanna, yeah, that's the same, bro. 2001. I mean, probably, I guess by today's standard, problematic, but Jesus, like, that is a goddamn, <laughs> nigga, you can make some problematic shit if it's a jam. <laughs> it is, but it just highlighted that, like, your wife is on the, calling you on a voicemail, talking about she misses you, and I know you working at all, I know you busy at all, that nigga ain't working, that nigga make three beats, he can make three beats in ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, Dr. Dre is a whole nother conversation. He's a fuck nigga. <laughs> but, yeah, he's... He, But he's rich. He's a fuck nigga. But he's rich. He's like, he's like a. Uh, I think Doctor Dre a is a quiet dude that makes dope ass music. Yeah, he's a he's a quiet version of Fifty Cent because like we know Fifty mm. Cent ain't shit. Fifty Cent ain't shit, and he's proud yeah, to say 50, that shit. And what? Fifty, yeah, I was about to say Fifty keeps telling you that he's proud of it. I would say Doctor Dre is a quieter version of Chris Brown. Okay, like we know that nigga is, yeah. He a fuck Yeah, man. like, yeah, Dr. Dre, and the thing is, like, I don't condone it. I'm sure you don't. Dr. No. Dre been known women for decades, you know what I'm saying? But he makes dope music, and that's what we listen to, and maybe it's problematic on our part, but whatever. Because it's, we don't we don't you know, know him personally. Yeah. Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like okay, him so. and it's like him and Nas. You know, like we know Nas was beating on Khalees, but you know, we do. I, I'm just gonna be quiet. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Anderson Pac, he he matter. makes great music. What's the third question? The third question is, how do you feel about that album as a whole? It's all right. It I was probably expecting a little more because they had all these mm-hmm. great teasers. I was expecting mm-hmm. a little more. I just I thought okay. it was okay. It was it didn't meet my expectations. It was all right. Okay. I don't really I don't okay. go back and listen to that shit. Oh, okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. So yo, can we do this? 
Like, so can you ask me those three questions? All right. Same three questions. How you feel about Bruno Mars when he first came out? I didn't give up. Fuck about Bruno Mars. <laughs> you hated that nigga. I was like, you hated who is that nigga. Weird ass Hawaiian pseudo black. I don't know what this nigga is. Wearing the uh, wear those hats that you hate the uh, the fedoras. <laughs> yeah, I I was not a fucking fan of this dude until twenty four uh twenty four K Magic twenty four K Magic. Yeah, until that album dropped, I was just like, I don't give a fuck about this dude. I actually don't like this motherfucker. But, you know, whatever. Like, he be singing this shit. 24K Magic dropped. I was like, oh, shit. So this nigga wants to be... Billy Joel. This nigga's <laughs> or, uh... <laughs> well, Bobby Brown. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, this nigga really wants to relive 80s New Jack Swing, like you said. So I was on board for all of that shit. 24K match. I, nigga, that was some shit that I fucking bumped for, man, like two years, honestly. You know what I'm saying? That shit was a fucking jam. And I was just like, I can't believe this motherfucker, this, uh, this non-black dude, I, I'm not entirely sure what he is. I apologize to him, but he's Hawaiian. I know he's, he's the Hawaiian. rock. He's just like the rock. He's Hawaiian. The Rock is black. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, don't don't let nobody lie to me. But, <laughs> I thought he uh, was uh, from Hawaii. I thought he was Hawaiian. <laughs> I mean, he's Samoan. I think Samoan, Samoan. Yeah, yeah. Is, yeah, his mother is Samoan, but he got nigga in his family. I think his father is a nigga. Oh yeah, I mean, but, I mean, he went to the <laughs> University of Miami. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I'm I'm saying that because I'm claiming the Rock. That nigga's a nigga, and he's our nigga. And <laughs> he's gonna be a but. <laughs> Bruno Mars, man, I didn't give a fuck about his music until he just, like, decided, I guess, one day to... Become a pop star. Well, that, but also just, all right, I'm just going to do what New Edition did in, like, 1989. Like, I'm going to do that. I'm going to make an album about that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm here for Bruno now, but I can tell you back then, I didn't give a fuck about that dude. So, that answer is that question. All right, Anderson Pop. Yeah, so here's the thing about Anderson Pop. People really like this dude. Yeah. I don't really fuck with him. I'm <laughs> I thought I thought you were a fan of him. I was a fan of Malibu. Malibu uh, was dope. So Ventura and Oxner and the No Worry shit, I was just like, man, people really like this. I don't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I just don't. But my whole thing is Anderson Pop. Like, so I guess mm, I'll I'll save it for the third question. But no, nah, Anderson Pop is somebody that dopes. Okay. Uh, kind of broke up there just a I little bit. Not. But you uh, you say Anderson Pop makes dope shit. Um. Yeah. 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 All right, so um, the Silk Sonic album as a whole. So the it's it's dope to me, um, but also because I knew, like I knew what to expect going in. So I knew that it wasn't going to be anything different. I knew it was going to be because I I figured Bruno Mars was going to be the head man on this, like the lead on this. So 
Bruno Mars wants to do a certain type of thing. Anderson Pop is more experimental. But uh, the album itself is dope. It doesn't cover any new ground. It's not, you know, new or different. Um, uh, it's not, I guess, like, new, mm, like, Outkast. Like, with Outkast, like, Kanye, like, you'll hear new things. You know what I mean? Like they're experimenting. They're they're trying to do all these different things. But with Bruno Mars being the lead, I knew that it was gonna subscribe to the same format that Bruno Mars had been doing. The thing that I appreciate is that Bruno or not Bruno, but uh Anderson Pac is doing the drums. Like that nigga's fucking it up on the drums. But the album itself is dope. And I think it's dope because I was not expecting it to be no fucking game changer. I was expecting it to be more like 24K Magic with uh, Anderson Pop, you know what I'm saying, fucking it up, you know what I'm saying? So it ain't nothing new. It ain't no it ain't no groundbreaking shit, but it's dope as fuck. <laughs> I'll put it like that. It's dope as fuck. So that's how I feel about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, them two niggas, I, their artistry is so... Like, Bruno's artistry is basic to me. He found a lane eventually and was like, yo, I want to do this. And it's not even, it's not even new. It's just, uh, kind of replicating 80s New Jack Swing. You know what I'm saying? And Anderson Pac is, you know, he was along for the ride and he played the drums. That's how I feel about it. It's dope as fuck. It's, it's one of the, dopest albums of the year. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been doper, you know, if you really want to do a deep dig, but nah, that shit is dope as fuck. Okay. No, nah, we ain't got no deep dig. I mean I get it. I just do you think that what they're doing, the formula that they both are doing, you're not gonna you're not gonna get annoyed by it. If they continue to do this shit on their next album, are you gonna be annoyed about it? Oh, if they if they drop another album like together, I would be annoyed if they kept the same formula because I I feel like all right if 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 they doing two albums right, this first one was Bruno Mars um the fuck is that Bruno Mars <laughs> in charge, you know what I mean he they're moving in his direction. I would love to see like what an album would be with Bruno Mars and Anderson Pac moving in Anderson Pac's direction. Like that might be dope. I feel like you could hit niggas with a whole fucking different vibe. You know what I'm saying? If you do the Anderson Pac way, because now you're inviting Bruno into some shit that he doesn't do. You know what I'm saying? So I would love to see how Bruno would fucking, you know, integrate himself in, into that shit. Okay. But I, I, I see what you're saying. Like, uh, do some other shit. Don't, don't continue to give us the same fucking 70 shit. Like, we get it. We understand yeah. that you guys can mastermind that shit, but you guys are talented. You guys should be talented enough and rich enough to formulate something or hire the, I mean, I'm, I'm, sh- I'm I, it would shock me at all if 
I'm pretty sure Bruno Mars has people writing shit for him. I mean, why wouldn't he? I mean, I'm no, sure he do. Yeah. Of course he do. Like, so, yeah. pay these niggas to, to come up with a new formula. So Yeah, and that's the the whole thing is I'm good with this album that they put out, but it's like both of them are super talented, and I think they can really extend uh, you know, what they do as far as creating music, so nah, like if they did another album, I would expect it to be more in the direction of what Anderson Pop does. And, you know, the things he does is dope, it's just I wasn't fucking with, you know, some of the, the recent albums. Yeah. But it's not because it's not dope, it's just because it's, it's not my steez, bro. Like, I can't fuck with it. Alright. So let's transition to some niggas that are our steez. Um, Mr. Antoine mm-hmm. Patton and um, mm-hmm. um, what's Rick Ross's real name? Rutherford? Isn't it Rutherford or some shit like that? No, so uh, no, it's because uh, Rick Ross and Meek Mill have the same name. Like uh, Rick Ross is shit. William. William. Yeah, yeah, yeah. William yeah. Rutherford, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, so Rick Ross's name is William Roberts. William Roberts. And, yes. Yeah, and Meek Mill's name is. Robert Williams. Robert Williams. <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah, young, young, young. Uh, I guess William Robert. We talking about? All right. So, um, are these two guys? They have a a hell of a catalog. I wrote down. And, and um, you mean uh, Rick Ross and Big Boy? Right? Yes, they have a oh, hell of a catalog. Um, and because they have a hell of a catalog, do you hold these two particular artists? To a certain standard, Big Boy yeah. and Rick Ross, and I'm pretty yep. sure you hold them to a certain standard because of two different two different reasons. I'm going to guess, With, and this is going to lead to uh, mm-hmm. the uh, the further topic down. Um, one of the reasons why, uh, for y'all not know uh, why me and AJ Fly Hobo we have you know something in common. We we have stuff in common. We don't have something in common, but I think the the greatest thing we have in common is our musical taste. And we all agree. To a on, point. To yeah, a we had, point. Yeah, to a point. Yeah, 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 yeah to a point. Yeah. Tell me, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Project Chad is like that nigga. And I just be like, I mean, I see it, but I can't get with you on that. And I think, like, man, I'm sorry. I'm taking this on a whole other way. We can get back on it. But, like, you fuck with Young Thug a little bit more than I do. Like, yeah, of you course. See the qual- yeah, you see the quality. Like, I see why he why people fuck with them, but I can't fuck with them. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, no, but, I agree. But yeah, yeah. when it comes to but, yeah. Big Boy uh-huh. and Rick Ross, mm-hmm. yes, sir. we hold Big Boy to a, a and, I, and I'll put them both in this category, a, let me see here, Big Boy to a lyrical standpoint and a flow, and a, the way he flows standpoint. Rick Ross, yeah. from a production standpoint, the, the vibe that he, the mood that he sets, the, the his product his production value and Absolutely. both of them equally they both have the uh the aurora the presence the way they carry themselves mm-hmm. has mm-hmm. a lot to do with it big boy carries yeah. himself as he's funny he's funny as hell on instagram <laughs> yeah um he has he 
very self-confident in himself. Don't don't really anything. I mean, like he said, like he said to himself famously, cooler than a polar bear toenails. You yeah, know, he's the quintessential southern gentleman. Yeah, you know I mean, like that nigga's fucking like outside of his clothes. That nigga's fucking accent is just pleasant. Like you just love to hear that nigga talk. You know what I'm saying? And the same way with Rick Ross. No, it seems like nothing bothers that mm-hmm. nigga. Like yeah. as many times as Fifty Cent keeps poking this nigga, Rick <laughs> Ross is like, Ross is like, look, man, I'm getting money out here. Mm-hmm. He, uh, who, who the fuck is Fifty Cent? Like that nigga rich, I'm rich, nigga. I just bought another yacht. Like I don't give a fuck about that nigga talking shit up, but he can make all the diss songs about me. Like I'm not moved by this shit. I'm about to go buy a Wingstop. Y'all niggas still want to yeah. talk about Fifty Cent dissing me? I'm about to buy a Wingstop, nigga. What y'all niggas about to do? Like he's yeah. he's such a businessman. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's such a businessman. He's so fucking rich. It's like that nigga's inspiring. He the way he carries himself. Like he's <laughs> oh no no no. Everything you're saying is the absolute truth. Yeah, you know what I'm saying the only thing I would say is if we talking about it's Breaking Barcy, uh how he carries himself. Yeah. That nigga that nigga is rich, you know what I'm saying? And that nigga does rich shit and you know, for the most part, that man puts people on and, and wants other niggas to get rich. Like that nigga seems like a, a pretty decent dude, all things considered, when we talking about fucking rappers. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. I mean shit. He he elevated uh Wale's career. He ele- he he introduced yep. us to Meek Mill. Well, I don't know if say necessarily introduces to Meek Mill, but he put Meek Mill uh, on a global standpoint. That, cause, yeah, because Meek Mill was on Grand Hustle. Ti couldn't do nothing with him. Yeah, um, and that's no detriment to Ti, but nah, uh, Meek Mill make or uh, Rick Ross made Meek Mill a superstar. Meek Mill is. For some reason, the superstar. All his albums go platinum. Yes, because <laughs> you know of the Rick, like, the Rick Ross cosign. Yeah, and I th- I think it was Rick Ross's. Yeah, it was Rick Ross's cosign that that had a lot to do with it. It was Rick Ross and his. And I feel like we about to talk about this later, but Rick Ross's ear for fucking beats and how they, you know, benefit the niggas that are on the tracks. So nah, Rick Ross is. He he is literally the boss like that he he claims he was in two thousand six like and does, he doesn't give two fucks what what a nigga wants to say or shame. This nigga Fifty Cent put out a sex tape of his baby mama getting fucked by allegedly yeah. allegedly by Flo Rider because that's who the nigga looked like in the in the fucking video. <laughs> it looked like Flo Rider. That'd be so amazing. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't give a fuck. He I don't give a, that, nigga, that nigga didn't give a fuck, man. Didn't phase him one bit. Not move, bro. Right. We yeah, and we also talk about how Rick Ross became this dude that's so good at fucking rapping and so good at picking beats for himself and other people. And we don't even talk about how this motherfucker is essentially a fucking fraud. <laughs> you a know fraud. Yeah. This nigga was a goddamn uh, correctional uh, officer. Correctional officer, Fifty Cent exposed that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I'll never forget, bro. Like Fifty Cent said, "I'm gonna fuck your life up for fun." 
because 50 Cent is a goddamn demon. A devil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, Rick Ross, like, just fucking dealt with all of that shit and became a fuck. You know what? Uh, I feel like in the pantheon of rappers, like, you you might have to mention 50, or, I'm sorry, not 50 Cent. Uh, fucking Rick Ross at this point, bro. Like, you have to say he's an all-time great artist as far as rappers are concerned. Um, you know what I'm saying? I feel like we're going to talk about what he did essentially as far as his albums more, but nah, this motherfucker is good at what the fuck he does. Yes, he is. Alright, so yeah. let's start with uh the big sleepover. Um big let's sleepover. let's take yeah. it let's take it a little bit back. Um is it if it isn't known now, if it if it wasn't known then and if it's known now, are you convinced AJ that Big Boy has just a core fan base because I feel like if you are an outcast fan, like a true outcast fan, you, mm-hmm. and I think the true outcast fans are the niggas who like myself that just go to the South. Like, hey, y'all motherfuckers. Yeah. Not right. the, Hey, y'all motherfuckers. I'm, like the true outcast yeah. fans that love outcast and dungeon family. They mm-hmm. all equally. You goody mob fan outcast killer. Mike, mm-hmm. Dungeon fam, just just the whole Dungeon family. Uh, I'm gonna call them franchise. Hey As man, equal. like so, you about to ask this question, right? Yes. Can you hold off on that question for just a second? Okay. I want to ask you a question. All right. Cool. All right. So, uh, do you think? Because, um, I think I was an out or an a goody man or goody mob fan first before outcast uh, do you think oh no go ahead no i was saying i wasn't i was outcast before goody mob no 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 i got you i, I got you like that that one on my question but oh. uh, prior to hey uh or whatever Mm-hmm. Do you think that's like a distinctly southern thing? Do you think that? I mean, I I know these niggas have sold millions and millions of records, but do you think like loving Outkast? I don't know, like a Quimini '98 or some shit. That's something that just niggas from the South do. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you think being an Outkast fan was not worldwide, but relegated to the South? Like, you from Virginia? I'm Lord knows where I'm from, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Like when Outkast popped off, like I was in Tennessee. Like, do you think that's a, a, a distinctly Southern thing? I think so. I think Outkast is the way niggas in the South love Outkast is the way mm-hmm. niggas in New York love Capone and Noriega. <laughs> okay, yeah. You see, you uh, see how niggas, you, you know, you see how you you ask a New York nigga. Oh, yep. so tell me about the war report. Oh, nigga, the nigga, war the war report, report nigga, nigga, dude, I'm bagging up, nigga. That's yeah. that's that's my childhood, nigga. My daddy used yeah. to pick me up from school rocking the war report. And if you ask a nigga <laughs> from the south, oh, so tell me about like, southern player listening, kind of like music. Oh, shout it, Mike. Bro. Man, I fucked my first bitch to that goddamn album, Mike. Jazzy Bell, my nigga. Up, I know that who Jazzy Bell is, my nigga, bro. 
folks. Crumble it Nigga. So, no, niggas in the South. <laughs> Outcast is Capone Noriega to niggas in the New York. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, pas- as passionate as niggas are for Capone and Noriega. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't tell a New York nigga shit about the war report. To us, we're like, I mean, Noriega is. I don't give up. Fuck about the war. Like, it ain't even, no, them Exactly. The war report. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where were we going with this? Uh, I, I was just going with it with as because everybody, because Big Boy, because um, I basically was saying was Outcast. Um, mm-hmm. Hold on, let me, let me get it together. Nah, I'm I, over I, here I drinking. I'm drinking on this. Of- I'm drinking on this Jack and a ginger ale over here. Thanks to another thing that AJ put me on. I threw away the apple one, by the way. I'm gonna stick to the regular Tennessee whiskey. Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah, about I'm to come not, home. I'm about to come I'm home with a bunch of one. bunch of Jack Daniel bottles, by the way, because people at my the location I'm at now they ask me what I want. They keep asking me like, "What type of liquor do you drink?" And I'm like, "Well, I don't really drink liquor. I'm not a liquor guy." Mm-hmm. But I guess if you guys buy something, just buy me Jack Daniels. <laughs> nah, I um so so i say big boy if you're an outcast fan um and you you love outcast and when big boy started dropping his solo joints and andre kind of mm-hmm. veered off killer mike started dropping his solo joints i feel yeah. like those two I'm, I'm gonna just use big boy and killer mike they just have a core mm-hmm. fan base and that's as big as it's gonna go Cause I still feel like even though this big sleep this big sleepover album is out, people aren't talking about it. They're more concerned. Like if you ask the average pop motherfucker or whatever pop the pop culture motherfucker, and you ask about like, oh, new big boy album just dropped. It's called the Big Sleepover. It's got big uh big boy and a uh, Sleepy Brown. I feel like the average pop culture motherfucker would be like, is Andre three thousand on the uh on the album? And we'd be like, yep. no, he's not. Oh, well, why not? Why would he be? It's a big boy album. He doesn't have to have Andre 3000 on every fucking thing. Oh, well, I'm yeah. not interested unless Andre 3000 is on it. And even if I was to say, yeah, Andre 3000 is on a track. Oh, what track is he on? Why the fuck does that matter? Why don't you listen mm-hmm. to the whole shit? Y'all just want to go straight to the Andre 3000 track and then hype yep. that shit up. Yep. Andre 3000 could come on the track and say, he could say the shit that uh, the meme that you send in the group chat when I say something that you like, nigga, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Andre 3000 can say that shit. <laughs> and niggas like, oh, nigga, you hear that Andre 3000 shit on, on that big boy album? Yeah. That nigga went in. I'm like, he didn't really say shit. 
Yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. I'm, I'm here for you for 99. percent So, like, Big Boy so. has a core fan base, and that's as, that's as big as it's gonna get. That's what you think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like with Al Andre, it's, it's his fan base is like, we're just, it's, it, it is what it's gonna be. You know what I'm saying? So, you're fine with that? I mean, you think? I mean, I guess you cool. Nah, with that, right? I mean, I'm cool. Dog, like the whole thing is, like, if you have a fan base, like, if you are a nigga that sells mostly platinum records, like, you're beholden to making records that kind of sound like what your fan base wants to hear. Mm -hmm. And I think it's good that uh, Big Boy does not have that fan base because. The nigga be making some, all his shit sounds fucking amazing and different. You know what I'm saying? And if the nigga had a fucking fan base of, you know, five, ten million people, he would be making fucking, you know what I'm saying? Just, uh, God, I hate to say this, but he would be doing what Eminem does. You know what I'm saying? Like, not afraid over and over again. I'm not afraid. Yeah. <laughs> Take a stand. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but nah, like that that's that's the whole thing. But you know, we also need a whole nother fucking talk about how niggas perceive outcasts. Oh yeah. I mean we already know. It, it's it's Yeah, I, I know, but I still fucking hate it. It's just dog, like so you telling me, all right. Andre 2000 is one of the dopest rappers ever, right? Cool. Mm-hmm. Big boy is too, motherfucker. Like, what the fuck? Are you, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's just. I think the thing. Like, I think niggas, the thing that pisses us off, AJ. This is the thing that pisses us off. Niggas mm-hmm. ain't start rocking with Andre till he dropped that fucking Love Below album. <laughs> you know, like, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, stop. y'all niggas what? now that. That that album is is what convinced y'all that this nigga's a great artist. That that album, that, that album, that album. Get the Duh. fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> that album was just I don't know. Like I don't. That I don't nigga trying to be Prince. Just going to say he, he was, was trying to be twenty one track. It was twenty one track. Yeah, it was twenty one tracks of him doing his worst Prince impression. Bro, and that's like, nigga, you not fucking Prince, bro. Like, But that's I, the album that made people like, oh, this nigga's a phenomenon. I'm like, what? That's, that's the album that made them... That's what I hate. I, I swear to <laughs> God, I hate it. it. So, Southern Playlist, you know, that went platinum. Uh, AC Aliens went, I don't know, double platinum or whatever. Uh, Criminal went Triple platinum, Sankonia, you know what I'm saying? They're a little bit better than that. But the speaker box and the love below, like, went diamond, which there's a caveat to that because. Like, no, because they went diamond play. because of the way you move. Yeah, there's that, but also. All right, so I'm going to get back to my point, but I'm going to say it went diamond because. When people put out double albums, mm. if you sell five million, that's the equivalent of selling ten million. Okay, gotcha. So they sold like six million actual physical, like physical copies. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That's also like how Life After Death, like by Biggie, 
went diamond because that nigga ain't sell 10 million because what the fuck. But you know what? I, we ain't going to go that way. Right? Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, nah, speak about the level of like so, you know, five, six million copies, physical copies. And it went diamond because it was a double album. And the thing with that is just, bro, like we really sitting there talking about the love below us. That's why I said a big boy is just going to have his core fan base. He's not going to have the average pop culture motherfucker that, that, but that Hey, just... I change. Hey, I change everything. It's, it's even like niggas that I feel like are niggas that love rap. Like look at Andre as one of the greatest lyricists ever without regard to big boy. Because of the fucking low below. That's crazy. And it's just like, that's yo, crazy. that's fucking dumb. That's crazy. No, it doesn't it's make any like, sense. No, nah, it, it don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, this, yo, this whole motherfucking podcast, like, it's your podcast. I, I, I know that, but I, I say it straight up. This podcast is a big boy podcast. Like, big boy is motherfucking <laughs> why outcast is outcast. <laughs> Are you also going to give credit to, um, because Andre 3000, what was it? Uh, we were in college. Was it 2006 to 2008? That nigga went on like a feature run when he was on the, uh, the mm-hmm. rich boy shit. He was on the DJ. Uh, shit. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was, it, was, it was around 2006. Uh, he was on the rich boy shit. That, like, that, nah, nah, I, get, I give him credit. If niggas, if niggas nigga. wanted to crown him off of that verse, I, okay, okay. Because no, that nigga dog, snapped on that shit. Dog, yo, I'm <laughs> telling you, everything he does is dope. That's what I'm saying. Like Everything he does is dope, but the whole thing is the the idea of Outkast is literally two dope boys in a Cadillac, boy. Like, <laughs> so it's fucking dope-ass Andre and dope-ass big boy. And that's what I fucking hate because Andre killed it on the motherfucking like that uh the rich boy shit, you know what I'm saying? But he ain't but, killing on that DJ Unk shit. Let's get that clear. He ain't kill that shit. You know, there's a reason why they don't play the big boy verse on the DJ Unk shit, huh? See, that's why I was going. That's why I was going. With big it. boy, big boy need to be big boy need to be on his, on his Clay Davis shit. Y'all yeah. niggas gonna do this shit to Mike? <laughs> nah, nah, that's where I'm going with it though. It's like, yo, Andre like was dope on that, but motherfucking Big Boy had the dopest verse on that motherfucking walk that out shit. And 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 because motherfuckers really wanna motherfucking talk about international players anthem, nigga, they cut that motherfucker off before Big Boy goes on. Mm. Big Boy had the dopest verse in that shit. I don't give a goddamn fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care who disagrees about that shit, bro. Like, nigga, Andre's verse was amazing because Andre is amazing. But Big Boy had the best verse because Big Boy is also amazing. Nigga, like, the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like, like to have niggas that really talk about being outcast. Y'all, like, no, we need to do a whole other motherfucking thing about outcast fans. Because, like, if you a real outcast fan, like, you know that these motherfuckers compliment each other. Like, uh, Dre motherfucking 
stops Big Boy from like, you know what I'm saying, doing his awkward flow like for too long and shit. But you know what I'm saying? Like Big Boy also stops Andre from fucking being Andre sometimes. Like, nigga, we don't need that motherfucking singing all the time. Nigga, you the one of the best rappers ever, bro. Like rap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's the thing, like that's that's my whole thing. It's just Nigga, if if you an Outkast fan and you, you only talking about fucking Andre, then like you a bitch ass like Outkast fan, like you not no real Outkast fan. I swear to God, it's just motherfucker. Like yo, for every, I promise you, you can name a song, like a name an Outkast song, and I'll tell you like who killed it. You know what I'm saying? For every Andre verse that he killed it on, and he killed it on a bunch of songs. I can give you a song that I'm talking big boy, like destroy everybody on. So it's just like, yo, when we talking about outcast, just like, yo, I think that's the southern thing because it's like, yo, these bitch ass North niggas, like, yo, they see Andre as a lyricist, you know what I'm saying? And they don't see big boy in that same way. And I fucking hate that. I was a tangent. I'm sorry, but no, yeah. it's good because no, it just that. I mean, you just you summed up the question. Like, big boy is just gonna have a core fan base. That's just what it is. That's what it's gonna be. I think. I think big boy is clearly not phased by. It. I think he realizes. I know he probably brushes off when people ask about Andre a lot. You know, he gets an interview. Oh, so what's Andre 2000 going? Are you guys thinking about putting another Outcast album? And in his mind, he's like, no, you're probably not going to ever do an Outcast album. If I go on tours, just probably just going to be me and Sleepy Brown. <laughs> Killer Mike probably come out for a feature. Might bring yeah. C- I'm probably bring CeeLo out. No, not going to bring Andre out. Nope. Nope. Didn't even call him. Like, I, I mean, I still talk to the dude, but when it comes to music shit, like, nah, we just, we just don't yeah, do shit. Like- but they niggas think it's a beef. It's just like, yo, that nigga just don't want to do this shit no more. I'm like, all right. Yeah, like, dog, he's, I mean, like, they they seem to be cool. Like, that nigga showed up, so, uh, big boy's, uh, youngest son or middle son or whatever it is, like, plays, like, he's, like, a running back for, like, University of Oregon. Yeah. And then, like, Andre showed up to a game. Like, them niggas been cool. You know what I'm saying? And I think the whole thing is just Andre just doesn't want to do it. Yeah, because you know um, he wasn't, Andre wasn't even at the Super Bowl. Right? No, he was not. He was yeah, not. It yeah, was, it was Big Boy, Sleepy but, Brown. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, not, that was the reason Super Bowl. Like, so. The one uh, in Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Andre didn't even show up to that. Yeah, and that's the whole thing, like dog. Like Andre, the nigga from Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Like big boy from fucking Savannah. You know what I mean? But nah, like so Andre, uh, not Andre. Uh, big boy was talking about they were supposed to do the Super Bowl either the year before or the year after the uh, Justin Timberlake, um, Jan Jackson shit. And Andre was like, I just don't want to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, this was like the height of like, hey, y'all, and the way you move. You know what I'm saying? So I guess that was 2003. And you know what I'm saying? Like, dog, like, yo, just 
put some motherfucking respect on motherfucking big boys, man. That's, they that's won't, all. man. They won't. I mean, they they're just gonna be people. Pop pop culture is just they're just gonna lean towards Andre. Like this album is just for big boy core fan base. Killer yeah, Mike, right. big boy, Killer Mike. I feel like the same people who rock with Big Boy, or the same mm-hmm. people that rock with Killer Mike. Like mm-hmm. they don't mm-hmm. have, they they're not they're not gonna have that global fan base. Both of them niggas is cool with that. They don't, they ain't on no Wale shit. Who want credit? They don't want none of that shit. They don't give a fuck about getting yeah. credit. Like they, they already established in the game. They made they enough a, money. Yeah, they're yeah, good. They have a. Uh, Dedicated fan base. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I can see that. You know what I'm saying? But, you know what I'm saying? Like, I guess to top this whole conversation off, like, Outcast is two motherfucking niggas, which includes fucking big boys. So, get the fuck out of here. Like, talking about, like, if Andre's top 10 all time, then big boy's top 10 all time. Nigga, like, ride or die, big boy, how about here? Big sleepover album. We hold this to a high standard because it was really good from the beats to the lyrics, mm-hmm. the vibe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is this the type of vibe that you ride to at nighttime? I feel like it, this is the type of shit yeah. that you, you throw on in the car. And if you sitting in traffic or whatever, you could just throw this shit on and fuck it. We're going to be sitting in traffic for, I'm going to be sitting in traffic for an hour because of accidents on the highway. Man, throw this shit on. Listen to something. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the whole thing was, like, so I was, dog, they've been talking about this goddamn big sleepover for, shit, like a half a year, a year, or whatever it was, and I was just like, alright, cool, drop it, I'm not trying to hear, like, the singles, drop it, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. then they dropped the whole shit, like, it has, what, like, 15 tracks, mm-hmm. so, now, yeah, this is a whole fucking vibe, like, this is a vibe that, Man, like like you said, like if I'm sitting in traffic, I mean I'm fucking like mad I'm in traffic because I'm just like what the fuck is going on? But you know if I got that shit bumping, I'm I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Like, or if you you know, or if you just sitting at the house and you on your laptop and you want some some music to play in the background while you, you know paying bills or some shit, <laughs> or cleaning up or cleaning up the house or whatever. <laughs> Putting up dishes, putting up di- you putting up the dishes in the dishwasher or some shit like that. Great music, great soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, nah, like that shit is fucking dope, man. I'm just like, I expected everything from that shit. You know what okay. I'm saying? And you're gonna continue to hold that high regards. I mean, I know you said Boomerverse was under was underwhelming. It was it was to, like, it to was, his standards. To his standards. Okay, okay. But nah, like, this one, I, I was just like, yo, I expected the world out of that shit. And this motherfucker is dope as fuck. He delivered. <laughs> like, he delivered. Yeah, he definitely, he, he usually does. You know what I'm saying? Which, again, like, not to go back to that whole tangent we had about Outcast, but motherfucking give big boys goddamn flowers, bro. Like, y'all little bitches fucking Trying to act like big boy ain't motherfucking shit. Big boy is motherfucking shit. William Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So, 
Rick Ross has a lot of albums. Uh, I actually mm-hmm. wrote them down. He has 11 albums. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't write them down like in the order that they came out, but I'm looking at all the albums that he uh, came out with. Uh, Port of Miami, Trilla, Teflon Don, Hood Billionaire, Deeper Than Rap, God Forgives, Black Market, Mastermind, Rather You Than Me, uh, Richer Than I Ever Been, Port of Miami 2, and the Self Made Series. Mm -hmm. Uh, And when it comes to the Self Made Series, I'm just going to put Self Made Volume 1. Cause that is the best of all of them. Uh, that volume one. That is the, the best one. Uh, that's the Maybach music, right? Which one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, May, like yeah, the, Maybach music. Yeah, Maybach oh, music. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah Self Made Volume yeah. One. Part, Maybach music. Yeah, Part One has Phantom on it. Yes. Yeah. Holy shit! Oh my god! Mm-hmm. That was some of Wale's best work on there. <laughs> that <laughs> Even, was Wale. <laughs> Ooh, boy. Even though, even though, even though he didn't, yeah. when he first, when that album first came out, I was like, "Well, I'm, I'm curious to know how Wale's gonna fit into this whole, you know, Dang. Rick Ross, Meek Mill, Pill. <laughs> oh, I wonder, how, I wonder how he's gonna oh, fit into damn. all this. <laughs> yeah, you know, they gonna be Wale talking about selling dope. <laughs> yeah, Wale was the nigga that just was. All right, so you here, nigga? I guess you on the label. We gotta put you on the album. Yeah. God damn hell. <laughs> no, wow. But yeah, nah, nah, nah. I feel you. But uh no, it ended up being a good. It better be it was better than I expected. At first I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know how this shit gonna sound, but I'm I'm gonna listen to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause they had a so, I'm a boss on it, and I didn't know like how the rest of the album was gonna sound after whoo. I'm a boss. I thought it was just gonna be Wait. <sighs> yeah, I thought it was just gonna be just like a bunch of I don't know I don't know what I was expecting from that self made volume one album. No, nah, I mean a compilation album with like a bunch of niggas that was just giving verses to songs that they didn't really fuck with. Like that that it felt like a soundtrack. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. all right, here here's a song. You know what I'm mean? Like, but yeah, but nah, like so. Now we getting on the uh the the the, the Ross train. Like, yeah. So, so, um, how did you feel about this richer than I ever been? Like, I know you said you don't mm-hmm. like it. The big the big sleepover is you like it more, but just just yeah. this album. Like, how do you feel about it? Dog, it's dope. Mm-hmm. Um, Rapper Estates is my think- favorite track, by the way. Uh, I, I bet okay. you I know your favorite track. Your favorite track is that. Uh, you know what the fuck it is. Outlaws. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go it's ahead, Outlaws. It's Outlaws. Yeah, oh, I like that. I fuck with that track too. Oh, see, so you 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 wrong. Like that's that's my what it got you, but it got your boo Jasmine Sullivan on it. She was singing. She yes, was. Singing. I love her. I and Twenty One Savage. I yes. That's I a that's an odd ass feature though. Twenty One Savage and Ash? Jasmine Sullivan, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Philly and Atlanta. She from Philly, real right? Yeah, she from Philly. Uh, I mean, nah, yeah, Jasmine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. She, she, she just don't Philly look like she don't look like she's from Philly. She actually because she nah, lo- she looks because she looks beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. She doesn't yeah. carry herself. Yeah. Like she's from Philadelphia. 
<laughs> yeah, like, but I mean, if you were to guess a game, like you would, you would, you would know what the fuck my favorite song is. Oh, like, come on now, come Wiggy? on now, Wiggy with Dream Doll. Come, come, <laughs> come on now, <laughs> bro. You know, oh, come on, come on. I'm gonna give you one more guess. All right, I'm looking come at the on. track list. Come on now. Come Warm world <laughs> in a cold world? They, nigga, yes. Oh. Future and Wale? Come on now. Oh, okay. I, I mean, no. I, that's what are you all, doing? I thought it was going to be the Jasmine Sullivan joint. <laughs> God, I was like, dope. oh, okay. I see. I'm looking at the track list. I'm like, what well, What else is on there? Yeah, Wale and Future. Come on, man. Okay, come yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, no, that, song, that song's on. good. But I figured yeah. you would have thought that that outlaw shit was. No, I love that song. Like, don't get me wrong, but I'm saying you talking about like favorite song. She going in on this shit. The beat, the beat on this shit. That's the other thing. The beat. Oh, um, yeah. Listen, like that. Oh boy. Jasmine, like holla at me. You know what I'm saying? Jasmine suffering like it's. Yo, you, you you need a nigga to take care of you. Like, I got you. <laughs> but, come on, man. Like, uh, the Wale and, and Future? Come on. But... Okay, so when you lost when you when you listening to this album, um, at Rick Ross doesn't have to prove anything to you anymore. Like, but no, nah. he puts something out, you gonna listen. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But this goddamn, yeah, that goddamn, that shit he got with Benny. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, oh, yes, sir. Absolutely. The and the pull the Pulitzer is my I like Wiggy too. I like Wiggy with Dream, with Dream Doll too. <laughs> the Pulitzer is no, good. And um That is it like the album is dope. You know what I'm saying? Like oh the uh uh motherfucking what's the dream doll? Uh Marathon. Marathon is dope. Oh no, oh wiggle. I'm sorry, like you said that. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> First of all, who the fuck is Dream Doll? Like she out here spitting. You know uh, she she one of them. I I don't I don't know too much about her. She's mm-hmm. she's just uh I don't know one of those young girls that she's one of the dolls. Put it that way. So yeah, yeah. Because there's Dream Doll, there's Asian Doll, there's Cash Doll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I don't know. I don't. I'm not into that. That is, that is. Um, I have to ask somebody who's at the age of 18. So I have to ask somebody like that because they're well versed on that. All right, but uh, so I, I know we was talking about this earlier, um, and I like you pulled up like the Rick Ross like discography, right? Like, mm-hmm. Bro, this dude—I mean, what, like eleven albums? It's hard. It's hard. It's hard to decide which one is his best one. Uh, I'm gonna just circle yeah, the ones that I like. 
ahead, go ahead. Uh, Self Made Volume One. I'm gonna circle that one. All right, all right. So let's do like solo albums. Okay. So not the not the Maybach. Uh, Teflon Don. Circling that. Yeah. Trilla. Circling that. Mm-hmm. Um, Mastermind. Circling that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Deep in the Rap. Circling that. So that's one, two, mm-hmm. three, four. Mm-hmm. And richer than I ever been. I'm gonna circle that. So that's five. That's I guess that'd be my my top five Rick Ross albums. Uh, God forgives I don't. I got you. Uh, I circle them five. If I had to pick five Rick Ross yeah. albums to take with me and leave the rest at the house, um, I'll take Trilla, Teflon Don, Deeper Than Rap, Mastermind, Richer Than I Ever Been. I'll take them five and be cool with that. All right. All right, so especially Teflon Don, that's probably my favorite, favorite, favorite. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so all right, so let me ask. All right, so you're looking at his solo albums, right? Mm -hmm. How many classics do you think he has? I think he has classics. So, like, where would you go? Like, so we all right. So, Port of Miami, Trailer, Diggy, and Rap, Teflon Don, God forgive. Mm-hmm. Uh, mastermind, hood billionaire, black market, rather you than me, part of Miami too, and then you know this recent one. How many of those do you consider classic? Hmm. All right. Um. Teflon Don, classic. Deep in a rap, classic. Uh, we'll have to say Port of Miami, classic because it has hustling on it. Um. Yeah. Classic. Um. So that, how many I named one, two, three, one, two, three. I named three that are classics. Um, I feel like I need to give them two more. Um, this richer than I ever been. This shit probably gonna end up being a classic. Yeah, um, so I'm gonna put that one up there, and then I'm gonna throw Mastermind in there. Okay. Okay. Because that so that was a how, classic moment because him and Jeezy amended their beef over some mm-hmm. dumb shit, and that was a big that was like a big ordeal. It was like, oh, Rick Ross and Jeezy got a song together, mm-hmm. and um, they made that shit like they made that shit like the decision with LeBron James, like <laughs> they had like a fucking yeah. press conference and all types of shit. Like we're gonna debut the. Yeah, yeah. The Rick Ross Jeezy video, and we're, first we gotta have this live co- uh, coverage. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. So, is there anyone that, or any album that you think is? Uh, I don't want to call it whack, but what's the worst album? The one I uh, don't go back and listen to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't go back and listen to Hood Billionaire, gotcha. and I don't go back and listen to. Um, although I think I would, but I I don't go back and listen to Black Market like that. Hmm. But I didn't hate that album. Yeah, he had a couple of tracks on there. That I, I I thought I thought it was a decent album. But I just when I when I'm going through Apple Music and I want to listen to some Rick Ross, that's not the first album that my mind clicks on. I always just skim past it. 
So yeah. I always skim past that. I always skim past hood billionaires. Like, yeah, if I'm going to listen to the Rick Ross, I don't want to listen to them. I'd rather listen to, you know, Deep in the Rap, Teflon Don, Tr- you know, I, I'm, I'm always go to them first. I just always skip past hood billionaire and black market. Oh, yeah. Uh, so them two. Yeah. I'll get them two. I got you. Uh, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, man, this man really has, uh, man, like, he has actual classics and then a bunch of dope shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. the two that I don't fuck with are the same two that you're talking about. But, man, like, we might have to get this nigga heat. Like, it's flowers. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he's in the Rap Hall of Fame. Definitely. Yeah, at this point. Definitely. Uh, shit, my favorite is. I mean, it's either Teflon Don or Deep in the Rap. Um, but uh, part of Miami, like to me, is a classic. Like Trilla, kind of is a classic. You know what I'm saying? Like Mastermind is a classic. So, like the only one I I I can tell you I don't like is Hood Billionaire. That's it. Sound good to me, man. Yeah, man. All right. So Ross, big boy, y'all keep doing what y'all doing. All right, so before we get into uh the wire, because I'm like I said, I'm on the last episode. Um, I want to know like the type of movies that you like. Like I know your musical taste, I know your uh food taste or whatever, but I don't really know the type of music uh movies that you particularly like outside of. I mean, yeah, the the typical like you know the Avengers like those type of action superhero movies, but what other movies do you like to watch? I know you're not into scary movies. I'm not either, but there's certain, there's certain scary movies that I would watch, but I'm not like into like possession movies and all that bullshit. I watch like my scary movies to me is like, I watch Chucky uh, Jason, uh, yeah. Halloween, Michael Myers, because I find those movies like fucking hilarious. I find yeah. those movies funny, yeah. but I'm nah, not into uh, all the possession shit. Conjuring, <laughs> I ain't in. You know, I ain't in all that shit. Nah, the possession shit like really be fucking me up. Though. Yep, same yeah. here. Yeah, like, you I'll fight a kid. I'll what? fight a fucking kid. A possessed <laughs> kid, I'll beat the shit out of a possessed kid. Fuck that. As you should. As you should. Um, nah, I like the the possession movies. I'm not fucking with uh, the Chucky movies. I like I told you, like when you came up here, like I never fuck with them. Um, man, like honestly, either if it's not a comedy or it's not a, I guess like an action movie. Like I don't really fuck with them. Got you. So you're not into uh the Ocean Elevens and the Ocean Twelve movies? No. Okay. <laughs> also not that James Bond shit you were talking about. <laughs> uh you're not into um uh it has to be comedy, so it can't be like straight uh romance movies. Like it can't be uh <laughs> Love Jones, Jason's lyrics. <laughs> 
Haven't seen either one of them. <laughs> nope. <laughs> like, and the thing is, like, I have the love. Like this. I have the love Jones soundtrack. <laughs> I've never seen that movie in my goddamn life. Fuck that movie, man. Okay, what about Love and Basketball? Uh oh. Okay. Uh, so that uh, my hmm, maybe not my favorite movie of all time, but it's 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 up there. Love and Basketball is like my my motherfucking shit. Okay? Only because it has to do with sports. Sports. And so, like, I have this whole thing, like, I'm Sonali. enamored with, yes, <laughs> but okay. not, like, women that are, I guess, like, is it cool to say, like, tomboys? Like, is that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nah, like, little tomboys and sports and all that, like. Okay, what about so, The Wood? My favorite movie of all time. There you okay. go. Oh, uh, well, right. second, second, second favorite. Okay, so, so you fuck with the wood. Okay. Yeah, the wood and love and basketball would be I guess maybe two and three of like my my four and five okay. of my favorite movies of all time. I have, fucking love the wood. Okay, so have you ever tried or have you ever attempt to watch a Tyler Perry movie? Oh no. You know I definitely no, I've definitely watch uh all right so <laughs> i i've seen a few of them <laughs> yeah yeah i got like, my opinions one, on it too yeah so you yeah, don't sure. like which ones do you think i'm like do you, like which ones uh are good is like three it's not well. It's not even that. It's just like so. Have you seen Diary of a Mad Black Woman? Have you seen that shit? Have you seen no? Okay. No. So have you seen like what you seen like what Medea goes to jail or some shit? <laughs> For some reason, I have. Okay, but like yeah. watching I, those movies, like Precious. Have you seen Precious? And that's not a Tyler Perry movie, but same difference. Uh, no, I haven't. Okay. But when you watch a Tyler Perry movie, I think I think this is how you think. I think you think the, the same way that I think. Why do you women watch this shit? Why do y'all why do y'all want to watch a movie that's gonna piss y'all off? Like why do you want to watch a movie mm-hmm. of a woman being beat and spit on and kicked yep. by a man? Like wh- why do y'all want to watch this shit? I I I, I don't know. I just Y'all watching a movie where a woman is get, being abused and like that's the storyline of her struggle and she might be get addicted to drugs and shit like why do y'all want to watch some shit that's going to make y'all cry and depressed and then when she finally gets over the herd and meets a good man he he dies in some fucking plane crash or some shit and it's just like <laughs> she was going to marry him yeah. and they were going to start a happy life and then he dies and then like, why do y'all watch shit like that? What is entertaining about that? And Tyler Perry <sighs> continues to make those yeah. type of fucking movies. Like that movie called, uh, there was this one movie called, um, I don't, uh, the, the, um, I don't, I don't remember the name. All I remember was it had the nigga from Barbershop, uh, Michael Ely, and he got pissed off. He got pissed off at his baby mama. 
So he uh, holds the two kids outside of like a third story building and dropped them on the fucking ground and killed Wait, them. Wait, what? Oh, oh, oh. oh. Yeah, because he's like, oh, <laughs> you don't want me to see my fucking kids. You sit, well, since I can't see them, you ain't going to see them either. So he throws them out the fucking window. I, I feel like I know what that is, but. Yeah, it's something about, it's a, it's a story about these women and they all have these tragedies like Janet Jackson was in it. She was sleeping oh, with the, the nigga. The, the shit with the goddamn um, shit. Uh, 13, whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. She was sleeping. Uh, the nigga from uh, who plays Ghost in Power. She was married oh. to him and he ended up being gay. He was homosexual and she he ended up giving her AIDS. Oh, you talking about for color girls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit. You know, that I'm shit. Not watching, yeah, I'm not watching that shit. But I'm, I'm saying like, women. I don't, I don't even know. Like, yeah, why do y'all put yourself through that shit? Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, that shit was trash. I was like, I why we why why is anybody doing that? Put yourself through that type of shit. Yeah, nah. So okay, so you're not you you definitely not watching no type of movies like that. Uh, no. If I don't have to. Okay, so no. Um not you're not okay, you so say you're not a James Bond fan. So it's gotta be action. So it's gotta be um Action or comedy. Action uh, or comedy. So there are but there's different there's just, uh comedy is subjective. Mm-hmm. Comedy is subjective. So right. I gotta figure out what type that. of comedy movies. So Okay. So, uh, yeah. so you're not into let's see here. Master P I got the hookup. Could you watch that movie <laughs> now and laugh? <laughs> <laughs> I laugh, but like I laugh at it. <laughs> it's it's but, yeah. <laughs> but back in the day, that was the shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like that shit came out in like 98. So, I mean, I was, I was for it, but I was also fucking 12 years old. So. <laughs> you thought it was one of the greatest shit you ever seen. I was like, yo, this shit is dope as fuck. But okay. Yeah, no. What about um movies like um hood hood classic movies? Have you ever seen Three Six Mafia Choices? No. <laughs> we've done this. I, I feel like we've done this. No, I've never seen Choices. I've never seen any of the goddamn fucking state property. Well. I, no, I, I haven't seen that. I've seen um, Paper Soldiers. And also, get the fuck out of there. Right? <laughs> no, wait, no. State Property is the one with Cameron, right? Mm, no, State Property is the one with Benny Siegel. Cameron is the one with um, Peyton Full. Oh, well, yeah, no. I haven't seen State Property because fuck that movie. <laughs> I have seen Peyton Full, though. Yeah, Painting Fools with Cameron and Wood Harris. Oh, yeah, I definitely have seen that. Yeah, and um, Macaw Pfeiffer. Yeah, 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 I've seen that. Okay. Um, okay, okay, all right. So, so yeah, action so, movie, so it's got to be... name, like, hood movies? No, 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 I'm about to go into this action bag. So, so action movies could be okay. subjective as well. Um, okay. I don't see yourself watching... It's got to be... 
Let's see here. Some of the action movies that I like to watch, I think it's the same. I don't see you mm-hmm. as a... You like Game of Thrones, correct? Except for you, you mentioned, yeah, you mentioned the last season. You didn't like that. Yeah, fuck that last season. I I, I really want to fight whoever made that last season. Okay, so... Like, beat that nigga's ass. So, so if you like Game of Thrones... Fuck Game of Thrones last season. <laughs> So, sorry, did sorry. you like uh, Gladiator? Did you like Gladiator with Russell Crowe? Uh, so I saw Gladiator like maybe a month ago for the first time. Okay, that movie was dumb as shit. Okay, no, I didn't like. It. I didn't like it. <laughs> okay, so all right, all right, go. Yeah, all right. What about uh <laughs> movies like um Three Hundred? Ain't that the same as Gladiator? Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're Spartans. I yeah, think both yeah. of those dumbass movies at the same time. Like, <laughs> I've seen them. Like, I've seen them this year. Like, both of those movies are dumb as fuck. All right. And all right. no, fuck the movie. <laughs> hey. All right. Yo, see, go please. get somewhere. See, I see action, <laughs> action movies on subjective. <laughs> all right. All right. Cool. So, um, what about, hey, um, yeah. Oh, 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 hey, hey. Yo, talk for like 30 seconds. Nonstop, you know what I'm saying? Right, I have it. to go to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I do too. So I'm, when I, I'm, so when I'm, you get back, when you get back, I, I gotta go piss. <laughs> so I, you go first. I, I, <laughs> but you I see start what, now. Good. So you see what I'm saying, people? Action movies yeah. are subjective. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, they are, but fuck them. Exactly. So yeah. he he AJ doesn't watch 300. He doesn't watch Gladiator. Uh, because I was they're to, whack. That's what I'm saying. Like Game of Thrones is a a what is it? Uh, it ended during, up whack. That's what during it is. that time, during that time frame, you know, with the whole Gladiator, Spartan. I think there's a movie called Troy with um. um I know what you're talking about, but yeah, seen. I think it had Brad Pitt in it. So you had those Troy movies, <laughs> Hercules. Yeah. So like all those type of movies, Lord of the Rings, like that's that comes into that. I've never time. seen. They're also like three and a half <laughs> hours long. So if you ain't into yeah. long ass movies, don't watch Lord of the Rings. Not long ass born movies, right? Yeah, of course I'm not. <laughs> um, I would say they're subjective. So like, um, yeah. Harry Potter. That's true. That is a um. Oh, like yo, hit me. Matter of fact, like talk for like. Go ahead uh, to the bathroom. Right? Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. I'll be right back. Got it. So, like, you know, movies are subjective. You know, you have just like scary movies, dramas, they're all subjective. People want to watch certain things. A scary movie to somebody may be different than, like, than somebody else. So, like, somebody might be terrified as fuck to the, uh, to, like, possession movies. So, possession movies got to deal with, like, The Conjuring, um, the all those exorcism movies some people might be just terrified of that and then some people may think that their scary movies is jeepers creepers some people might find that scary and entertaining uh the screen movies some people may find that as horror movies whereas like i don't find scream as a horror movie i just find scream is just he's it's just a serial killer like i don't i don't there's nothing scary about scream it's just serial killer it just they the way they film the movie 
makes it scary. You know, when they jump out at you and make the loud uh, musical transition noises. But overall, it's not a scary movie. It's just a movie about a deranged serial killer going around stabbing people. It's nothing scary about that movie. But movies like Michael Myers, Jason, Chucky, oh, those guys are hilarious. Yeah. Probably Michael Myers. Yeah, Yeah, probably Michael Myers because, like, that nigga walks everywhere, but yet he catches up to people. Yeah, killed everybody. Walking. Okay, no, so Harry Potter. So he, he he has a shitload of movies. You know, action. I mean, that'd be considered an action movie to some people. Mm-hmm. What about Harry Potter? Are you into that shit? I'm not into it, but I saw the first, I guess, three movies. Hey, that was cool. Like, I don't hate them. <laughs> no, like, they, but they were entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, they were entertaining. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. So I, I, I get it. So your action movie, it's got to be. I, it's got to be like Transformers. And I put it this way: superhero action movies is probably your go-to. Uh, yeah, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Were you a Triple X fan? <laughs> I watched them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were stupid as fuck. So you hate uh, Vin Diesel? You don't think Vin Diesel is one of the greatest gifts no, that God I, has gave us? <laughs> no, I do think that. Because <laughs> look, I as much as I hate Fast and Furious, like I watch every single one of them motherfuckers, every single one. Um, yeah, but action movies, like it, it, it depends. Okay. Uh, the last action movie I'm, I'm gonna ask you about before we transition to the wire. What about uh Mission Impossible movies? I've seen the first one. That's it. Okay, <laughs> not in the, it. Don't do nothing for you. Okay, like That's ain't the, they on like eight or seven got, or eight? Yeah, they, they got, got a lot of them. They got a lot of them. Yeah, nah. I've seen the first one. I maybe I've seen the second one, but I haven't seen a single thing since then. Okay, like, I get it. It's them. it's not. Yeah, it's not your stilo. It's it's just kind of okay. Is what it is. You like it had to be like more so superhero. Where you, uh, I put it this way, so like the Batman movie franchise collection as a whole. Do you go back and watch the Michael yep. Keaton Batman? You find those yep. still entertaining as fuck. Yeah, Mister Freeze. Yep. Okay, okay, Batman and Robin. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because that was. That you know, saying Jack Nichol Jack Nicholas as the as the Joker, like that that was that is forever great content. Man, honestly, like going back, it it doesn't feel like great content, but I mean, I'm here for all things Batman. So okay. that. Okay. Yeah, no, no. I mean the Michael Keaton, you know, that's that that's our childhood. That's what that's what we went to the movies to go see. But um mm-hmm. nah, you know I mean, you know. And I think was wasn't George Clooney Batman? Well, which one was that? Yeah, that was Batman and Robin. I think. Oh no, Batman Forever. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit. All right. All right, man. So I'm on the last episode of the Wire. People, we're gonna end it off with this <laughs> one. 
Uh, so go ahead and give me uh, you could just I'm gonna just you could give me all three. Tell me your uh your favorite season. Tell me your favorite character. Your least favorite character, and I already know what your least favorite season is. Your least favorite season was uh season two and season five. But tell me mm-hmm. your favorite season, favorite character, least favorite character. All right, so favorite season was uh, three, I guess. The one with the kids. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, the one with the kids. That that was four. So my favorite season was four. Yeah. Um, favorite character. Man, honestly, like it's either like it's Bodie. And it's um uh I I do love motherfucking uh Snoop. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Um what what like what were the other questions? Oh well uh, I only had to ask you that. Least favorite character was Stringer Bell. That's that's easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he trumps everybody. But if you had to pick somebody yeah. else other than Stringer, who who else would it be? Um, Clay Davis. Oh man, I like Clay, Clay man. Clay Clay Davis. Is probably How? My, How do you like Clay? He's probably my. He is my favorite. <laughs> Clay Davis is my How? favorite because I like the way that nigga talks. I like the way that nigga wants to be a corrupt politician. And then tell it, tell everybody, oh y'all gonna help me out about this, right? Y'all, y'all gonna bail me out of this, right? Oh shit! As much shit as I do for y'all, <laughs> y'all ain't gonna do that for me. <laughs> it's okay. like he's he's All a right. dirty All politician, right. but he he doesn't want to get in trouble for it. He's like, why do I have to be in trouble for this? <laughs> why can't I steal money from drug dealers <laughs> and fund an organization? Why do I have to go to jail? I'm Clay Davis. I'm not black. I'm Clay Davis. Y'all are supposed to help me <laughs> out of this. No. And, and and if something happens, if something happens to me, the y'all gonna feel the wrath of Clay Davis. That it's just his delusional mindset. That's why I think that nigga's hilarious. All right. That's why. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. If I had to pick right. somebody else as my favorite character, um favorite favorite character, um, Man, hmm, because Clay David, he was just so entertaining. He was entertaining <laughs> as fuck, man. Um, yeah. I liked, um, I liked Detective Freeman. He's probably one of my favorites, too. I like Freeman because he's so, he he knows what the fuck he's doing. Like, yeah. you know, he's like, look, if y'all motherfuckers want to catch this guy, follow the money. So like I just like the way Freeman carried himself, and you know he he just knew his shit. So he's probably he probably was one of my favorites too. Uh, yeah. Him and Clay Davis, because Clay Davis just entertaining man. My least favorite character, um, is probably my least favorite character is probably Herc. I didn't I ain't really fuck with Herc like that. Like I think he got Herc. what I think he got yeah. what he got came coming to him. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but he also like I hated how that nigga, uh, you know, he wound up being okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
he didn't fucking like they didn't fucking I mean like the nigga didn't fall all the way to the bottom. Like that nigga wound up being a fucking I guess a bitch ass nigga for the uh was it the mayor? Um you know what I'm saying? Like so I, I hated that nigga man. Yeah, he's just kinda just there, man. You know, he just uh but I just I understand and I, I don't know how much you can go into it since I haven't watched the last episode yet, but I understand why McNulty uh, pretended there was a serial killer mm. going around killing homeless people. No. Okay. So how we, do you understand that? How do you, how, how, how do you because understand? I'm listening. Like I'm no judgment. I'm, I, I just want to hear your opinion because we caught Marlo Stansfield with 22 bodies in these vacant, in these vacant lots. And all of a sudden, because we got a new mayor in town and and the police commissioner is like, we we ain't trying to get no more dead bodies on this watch and all this bullshit. Y'all basically was going to let that case go cold and stop funding it for like we're this close to getting Marlo and y'all don't want to give out no more investigative money or pursue with. Yo, we just found 22 bodies and we got the connection to Marlo, Chris and Snoop. We got the evidence. We just need y'all to give us the manpower, the money, the resources to catch this motherfucker. And then y'all like, nah, we're going to hold off. Just let him go. The fuck? Y'all don't want to pay. Like, what? we caught, we, we've been chasing Marlo Stansfield for, for years. Years. We yeah, finally got yeah, this yeah. motherfucker. And now y'all like, no, we're trying to, that, that one look good on the Baltimore a city, new mayor in town, and we got 22 bodies. Like, no, fuck that shit. We've been catching this nigga, Marlo. Fuck Carcetti. We've been trying to catch this yeah. nigga. Y'all know we've been trying to catch this nigga, and y'all don't want to give us the resources to, to uh get this motherfucker? Y'all basically telling us to lay low, and eventually... Yeah, but, but, but you know what I'm saying? Also, it's just like the nigga was like abusing fucking funds and shit. Cause like, he felt yeah, like the was. police. He cause he felt like dumb niggas was abusing funds e- anyway. Either they what the police. The police. Uh, they pick and choose what the fuck they want to. Uh, what they want to investigate. So McNulty's like, if y'all if y'all ain't on y'all shit and y'all doing whatever the fuck y'all want to do, I'm gonna do what the fuck I what I want to do then. Y'all over here doing all this fucking behind corrupt shit, not yeah. paying overtime and all this bullshit. So fuck y'all. Y'all nah, do what y'all want to do. We're gonna do what I want to do. You can't be, yeah, but you can't be manipulating fucking crime scenes and moving bodies and shit. Like just, you know, what I'm saying drinking Jameson and hey, this motherfucker got, you know, what I'm saying bit. Like you can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta find another way. Like I understand, yo, it wasn't no funds or whatever, but goddamn, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't out here fucking. The nigga said it was a nigga that was just biting niggas. <laughs> like, his intentions, right. his intentions was there. He was like, "Look, I gotta get, we gotta get the money and the resources to to get the wire back up on Marlon Stansfield. What other way are we gonna get the money and the resources?" That was his intentions by, the whole time. By being a fucking drunk asshole, that fucking <laughs> was drinking at like ten in the morning and fucking moving bodies and shit. Yeah, it worked. <laughs> yeah. They caught Marlo. <laughs> I mean, that's that's 
That's true. But, <laughs> Watch that last episode. <laughs> all right, we'll, but, we we can no, continue. That, we'll 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 come back to this on part two when I watch this last episode tonight. Yes, sir. And, but, and oh, some but, of the other hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, hold on. So, do you not think McNulty is an asshole? Oh yeah, no, he ain't shit. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> I, I was like. Ain't shit. Nah, it wasn't Lord. that he was justifying this shit, but it was just like, all right, I see what he was doing. I was like, no, I ain't justifying. He ain't shit, but gotcha. the nigga had to do what he had to do to get Marlo. Gotcha. And gotcha. and he also he felt bad about getting Bo to kill. He knew he knew Marlo. I think also too. He was yeah. He was the reason that Bo got killed. He was the reason they why Bo got killed. And McNulty was like, okay, this nigga got to go. He killed Bodie. I fucked up, but he still shouldn't have killed Bodie. This nigga got to go. We got to find a way to take him down. Because he yeah, killed Bodie. Yeah. No, nah, yeah, definitely. And since y'all motherfuckers don't want to give me the resources to take him down, fuck it. I'm going to fake a serial killer to get the resources to take this motherfucker down. Because what, because, I mean, he's right. This motherfucker's, this motherfucker's literally gonna, is going to walk for killing 22 people. Y'all literally going to let this man walk. Mm-hmm. So fuck it. I thought, I thought, I honestly thought he was going to try to spin it to where the serial killer is Marlo. He was going to try and piece together evidence to say, Hey, we, we found the serial killer killing homeless people. It's this guy, Marlo Stansfield. Thought he was going to try to work that way, but I think it, it, he bought, he bit off too much. He could chew, but I think that was, I thought that was the angle he was going to try to do. The serial killer is Marlo. Uh, yeah, so I think with him, I think he was trying to, because I think he's still stuck up on Avon and like the whole uh, Avon, like the whole Barksdale organization and shit. But yeah, like he was, I think he was trying to pin it on one of them, but nah, like the whole Marlo thing, like I think with the vacants and all them bodies and shit, like somebody was trying to pin it on uh, Marlo. Yeah, yeah. He had good intentions. <laughs> I, he's, yeah, I mean, he's still the worst, though. <laughs> like, the worst. Cheating on his new wife. And it was going good, not drinking. Well, I don't even know if they got married, but, you know, he was dating her. Yeah, like, he, I think, lived with her. Uh, yeah. The girl yeah, from the docks. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, she's in the office, but um, Lily. Yeah, like, Lily, I think it's her name. Lily. I don't, Lily? I don't know. Her name. White, white girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, dirt, <laughs> yeah, the girl from nah. the docks, the security girl yeah. from the docks. Yeah. Whole thing was like, yo, I'm not drinking or whatever. And he got pulled right back into that shit, and it was like, yo, I'm about to get fucked up and try to solve this crime, nigga. Like, hey, man, all right. Marlo Stansfield is his fault. Killed Bodie. 